Everybody and welcome to Strange Bedfellows. I'm a bedfellow named Jack. This is your intro. <laughs> Why won't you just work with me? You come in here <laughs> cranky, all hot and bothered for some reason. You're on a plane today. Yeah. And you come at me with your bad attitude, <laughs> your your acerbic nature. I'm trying to be a professional. And you come up with this shit intro. <laughs> I'm a bedfellow. I'm a bad... F- What'd you say? I'm a bad fellow? I said I'm a bedfellow named Jack. And then you would say, I'm a bedfellow named Tanner. I think we've... My name is oh, Tanner so- Greenring. I read romance novels for this podcast. And yeah. guess what? What? I fucking love them. Yeah, me too. I don't give yeah. a shit. Who knows? Yeah. And welcome to the podcast. It's a sex podcast. It's a sex podcast. <laughs> we talk about sex. Yeah, and doing, doing it, it and it's sex, yeah. and it, and doing it with sex, and that's is sex. We mostly avoid talking about sex. We will. Yeah, talk we'll about try to avoid it. Emotions. And yeah, sort of and try like, to avoid that as well. Uh, scandalous plots. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. the monkey and mm-hmm. falling in love. Yeah, and the Jack. Not, try to avoid that stuff. Not that we're then, against it. No, we just um, aren't good at talking about it. In I don't a way like that it. Is. You know what? It, it's not. It's not its fault. It's not sex's yeah. fault. It's our no. fault because we can't us. treat it with the reverence it needs. We can't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We're not good enough at giving it the attention and the attitude that it requires. Right. And we're learning. Oh, we're learning. Sure. From these books. Yeah. Yeah. How I learned all about, about something called cunnilingus this week. Yeah. <laughs> Which A lot of news to actually. me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. Yep, so you there's mean a the, lot to the learn. mouth you eat with? That's what I kept yelling at the book. <laughs> yeah, and what's troubling about that is you were listening to it out loud as an audio book. And so everyone <laughs> on the subway was like, Wait, please. Just like look at my iPad, look at everyone please. else. Please. Like, you hear this guy? <laughs> you were hearing this? You wouldn't believe what this guy's doing with his mouth. <laughs> um, this week we read a novel. It was called The Rogue. Not Taken, Scandal and Scoundrel, book number one by Sarah McLean, and uh, we liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a romp. It was Regency. Mm-hmm. Back back in our bag on the Regency stuff. Yeah. Which, so far, I've only read four romance novels now, but yeah. so far, Regency's my favorite. Everyone's so scandalous. We read The Governess Game by Tessa Dare, which was also yeah. kind of... Victorian era. Yeah. And now this one, The Rogue Not Taken. It's inspired, and I read this in the author's note, by um, the gossip rags of the time. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that that was a real thing. Yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. And she's like, I'm obsessed with the gossip rags of now. But did you know they had them back then, too? I wouldn't have known that. No. What did they talk? Like, were there, like, Kardashians back then? I think there were dukes and duchesses. Oh. Hmm. I met I met a very handsome duke this week. Okay. Actually, he's not a duke. He's a marquess. A marquess. Oh, in this novel. Yeah. You thought I met in real life. I did for a second. Um. It and it's good. We liked it. We liked it a lot. Um. And it's the the rogue not taken. And um. She does take the rogue in the book. So I wonder what the um. There's a rogue, and she takes him in more ways than one. Yeah. And but um, this book is titled "The Rogue Not Taken." Yeah. So that's going to be a mystery we're going to be delving into. So I guess it's maybe the Scottish guy? There's a Scottish guy, yes. There's a Scottish guy, and I think the next one is called, like, A Scott to Remember or something. So... <laughs> that, okay. So that one's probably about him. To have and have Scott. It's called well, something this one, like that. This one was technically about him, because he one, was the rogue not taken. Yeah. It could be Rogue One. You think it's a sequel to Rogue One? The Rogue Not Taken would be a good name for a sequel to Rogue One. <laughs> or a prequel? I mean, Rogue One was a prequel. Ro- Rogue One could could Pre-prequel. have been called The Rogue Taken, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the Empire took a lot of those rogues. Yeah. If I remember correctly. And that's a spoiler alert for Rogue One. Everyone mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. But if you've seen Star Wars, you probably 
know understand that that's probably the outcome. Yeah, a lot of bothins don't make it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bothins. <laughs> they skip over the bothin part. Yeah, it goes right from uh, all the the crew of Rogue One to yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah, and they don't have bothins in this novel. Just kind of trying to bring us back to the um, to the text oh, at right. hand. Right. To my knowledge, though, maybe we'll God, find some. This book would have been good yeah. with bothins. It would have, wouldn't yeah. it? And I, I think it's bothins. And when do you say bothins? Yeah, I okay. think that's what. Yeah, Princess Leia says. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll trust her judgment. Yeah, um, we'd like to talk about the books. We like to describe them. I think it's my turn. I think Mon Mothma is actually the one who said it. Mon Mothma said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Many Bothans died to deliver yeah. us this. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like we could probably move on from that topic now. We could maybe May revisit have been Akbar. it. May have been Akbar. It could have been Akbar. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Admiral just look Akbar. It up. God, this is gonna bug me if I don't look it up. <laughs> Many Bothans Perfect. died. Yeah. And I think it might have been... Oh, Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Okay. It was Mon Mothma. Yeah, Mon Mothma said it. Yeah. Mon Mothma. Head of the uh, yeah. rebellion. I'd read a, a, a romance with Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Admiral Akbar too. Yeah. He like lays eggs on her. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm almost finished. And then just pops a bunch of like... Big frog eggs on her belly. You see, we've been reading a lot of these romance novels, so we kind of naturally fall into yeah. how it would it's sound and what the sex mood. parts would be like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'd like to uh, describe the books. Um, and what do we normally like to do? Oh, yes. We like to do it in the amount of time that it takes Tanner to pleasure a, a woman. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Okay. is I'm pretty sure you did the recap last week are you sure oh and i'm also pretty sure you did it the week before and i think there's a chance you may have done it <laughs> time so far okay I love but it. i'm not gonna fight you on it no you do it then if you want to no, do, do it no i'd rather no. you do it i think let's go check the tape yeah it says here that i did it last week so you do it this are week. are you sure yeah if i did I it then you do the it tape. if i did I it then check, you do it. i just checked the tape <laughs> no i did it okay fine i'll do it i don't care okay. i'll do a better job than you would have yeah hell yeah yeah, and you're going to give me the amount of time that it takes you to pleasure a woman, and it's 90 seconds. I right? You've got, you got all the time in the world then, my friend. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm paying you a compliment. Yeah, you've got at least 36 years. Okay. <laughs> so far. Okay. Yeah. Let's um, do it, and I'll say the book. Okay. Then next time you do it. Uh, sure. Okay. You put 90 seconds on a big bad clock. That's what I'm asking. In five, four, three. Sophie Talbot is one of three sisters, the youngest of three, maybe five sisters called the, they're called like the dangerous something, the the soiled. The The soiled S's. Yeah. And because they're, um, they're beautiful and captivating, uh, but they're like of low birth. And so it's sort of felt in society that they're all kind of trying to ensnare someone with a title. Um, and so everyone kind of tries to stay away from them, but they've done, they're so beautiful. They've done a pretty good job. Um, but Sophie at a big garden party where all the aristocracy is at, and this is how the novel opens, uh, discovers her sister, her pregnant sister's husband in flagrante with um, uh, yeah with some some lady in the um in the bushes and he's like really rude about being discovered and doesn't seem to care and so she fucking um she pushes him into the pond and then calls him a whore um and as she's doing this all of society 30 seconds left to pass over the hill and they see that she's done that and then uh so she's cast out from society and while she's running away she runs into this rogue who's like coming out of the window of uh, some lady who he's been cheating with um and then they uh kind of hate each other but they love hate each other and they like she gets shot by a highwayman and they love hate each other throughout the whole book and then but they do fall in love and they do have relations with each other and um um, and I won't spoil the end, but it, the rogue does get taken. Beep, 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 beep. Spent a lot of time on the, uh, the beginning chapter. and not quite so much time quite, on the main part of the book. Quite a lot of time on the first chapter. Yeah. That's okay. But I got it. She gets, she, they like, she dresses as its footman. 
And she so does. She tries to get is, him if, to take her away in his coach, right. and he's like, "I no, I won't, madam." And that's the beginning of their like um, difficult relationship. But then, um, then later, she's shot by highwaymen, and he right. rescues her gallantly, and they're thrown together uh, through this rescuing. And then, you know, you can imagine the rest. There's a lot of cunnilingus. There's a whole thing where she she sort of bribes this footman mm-hmm. into giving her his clothes. So that she may pose as a footman yeah. uh, to escape the Duke. Um, yeah. And then there's a whole thing where everyone's like, th- some people don't recognize that she's a lady. And then some people, like like King, the 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 hot guy. His name is King. He's uh, If you've, you're familiar with the Babysitter's Club books, it's Lane Cummings' uh, yeah. boyfriend back boyfriend. in New York. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he does see through her disguise. But I'm looking yeah. at pictures of footmen now. Yeah. And I don't think I'd be able to recognize her in this outfit. Okay. Do you want to send one to me? Sure. It's just like the, like the mask covers the whole thing. You oh, know? is it like foot soldiers from um, Ninja Turtles? Is that what it is? And then like there's not a single piece of flesh peeking yeah. out behind this outfit. It's got this big purple like cowl on. Yeah, I remember them. They have like kind of yellowish eyes. Um, yeah. And their their entire faces are covered by this sort of purple cowl. Yeah, um, like you can see them in Ninja Turtles one, um, like when they go to the, like their like skateboard underground lair. You can see them without their masks on. But normally but when I they're fighting, if, I don't know if the live action films are canon. Oh, okay. Are they not That's even like hu- supposed universe. to be humans? I don't know. I I think when I was a kid playing with foot yeah. soldier figurines, I never thought of them as human. Yeah. Um, but I think technically they were. They were just like henchmen who worked for Shredder. Um, but anyway, there's a foot foot soldier, soldier called um, Matthew. Matthew. And yep. she sort of steals his his garb, his ninja garb, um, and ninja, gets on the go, carriage. Ninja, go. Yeah, that's Vanilla Ice. Uh, from the movie. Second um, movie. And yeah, and then so she she steals the Duke's boot too. Yeah, she takes his boot. The boot. The boot. She is taken. seen as <laughs> she is mistaken by him as being boring. Yeah, he he keeps describing her as the unfun. He's like, oh, you're one of these like dangerous social climbers, and you're unfun. And she really goes about proving him pretty wrong. Yeah, because she starts by getting fun. shot. Yeah, on the side of a highway and almost dying. I mean, she starts by dressing up as a foot soldier. This is oh, one of the sexy. Foot Clan. That's sexy. Member of the Foot Clan. That's sexy as hell. That would do it for me. Yeah, that has yeah. done it for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then she sort of eyes this handsome doctor. There's a doctor who pulls a bullet out of her. You know what's um, interesting about this book, unlike any of yep. the other books we've read so far for this podcast, is... Yep. It was pretty contained. Like, it only took place over the course of, like, a week, maybe. Yeah. They get a lot done. Start to finish. In in that amount of time. Um, Yeah, this doctor is interesting. He's an interesting character. He's very handsome. Yeah. um, And he he smears honey on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor, his whole thing is honey and what was the other? Gin. Yeah. He pours gin on her, her shot. Her, her wound. It her seems like wound. he's been disbarred, but it seems like whatever he does works. Yeah, disbarred and, for, for being too g- clever. Well, let me read you this passage. It's like dang Galileo over here. The doctor chose that moment to return with a cup in one hand and a pouch in the other. The fact that you do not have a fever now does not mean you won't develop one, he said to Sophie, as though King were not in the room. Yes, King. He held up the pouch. These herbs might keep it at bay. Might? King asked. Why exactly were you tossed out of the royal college? I share an unpopular belief that creatures invisible to the eye cause infection. King raised a brow and the doctor smiled. So LOL at this guy. Because <laughs> yep. he thinks that invisible creatures, what does he think? It's Smurfs? <laughs> what is it, Fraggles? What is it, Fraggles? You think Come Fraggles on. in my body? Come on, bud. Of course Come you on, got tossed doctor. out. You think invisible creatures cause doctor infection? <laughs> yeah. Wow, maybe it's Bothans. Bothans. I think Bothans are are Large. not invisible. Okay, yeah. I think they're humanoid. I think they sort of look like dogmen. Yeah. Okay. If I if I'm re- remembering correctly from my Star Wars comic books that I've read, now all non-canon, they're part of the legends. Yeah. 
great. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um, so he's interesting, and then that's something else we're looking out for. We're looking for the rogue not taken. We got to find. I think it's probably just worth cataloging all of the most fuckable men in the novel. And I think so. And the doctor okay. is is doctor up is, there. I would say maybe number one. Yeah, I kind of got a thing for the Scott. The Scott. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's pretty fun. Yeah, he's got a pretty fun attitude about everything. They're like they're like the the Scott and um, the Rogue, whose name is King, um, have both kind of given up. <laughs> yeah, for well, various both... reasons. They're broken men. They're broken. They're broken men. They live um, sort of uh, dangerous lifestyles where they're doing races they and do some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They 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 described it in the book, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was. It's like pod racing. Oh, now that's pod racing. <laughs> um, and I think it's like one of those Roman centurion carts, you know? Yeah, with the two wheels on it that you hook up to a horse. And they do that, and they because they don't care about their own lives, uh, because they don't think they're worthy of love. And I think this is something we learned from the governess game. Is that that's a thing? Yeah. Is that the boys? As cocksure, they need a reason to live. As they are, deep down, don't think they're worthy of love and need to be taught that they are in fact worthy of love. And that's something that kind of goes on throughout the course of this particular novel. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick? Girth check. Girth check. Yes. It's our hit segment. It's called Girth Check. It's also called How Long That Dong? Yeah, How Long That Dong? And not to say that, you know, one way or the other is good or bad, but we do like to keep track of how long that dong. We're just keeping a tally. We're just keeping a tally of how long that dong. Um, Here's all we really have to go on. So uh, so this is when uh, King is... Are you comfortable with the title of this segment? Which one? (laughs) Yeah. Either way, yes. <laughs> um, all we have to go on is when King, when King and Sophie first meet, he's like climbing down the trellis of uh, a lady who's like someone, someone's fiance, and she, um, she thanks him, but like her, her, her fiance is like chasing, chasing him out the window. Yeah, and yeah. We get the following passage: Sophie's eyes widened as one long trousered leg exited the house, a stockinged foot finding purchase on the trellis before the rest of the man appeared, clad in a linen shirt. He straddled the windowsill, and Sophie found herself gazing up at a classically formed thigh topped by the curved strength of something else that, though equally classically impressive, she knew she should not be noticing. Right. So let's think about this. I do know, because I've seen a lot of, like, classical statues. Yeah. A lot of the penises will snap right off of those by the yeah, time they make but, it in any museum. And they're you're missing not, a nose, you're missing arms, you're missing yeah, ding dong. They're not those tra- will snap right off. Yeah, they will snap right off. So please do be careful if you're a classical statue. Mm-hmm. They're not traditionally overly large. Penises. The classical, the, on classical statues. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, she's I, described I this I, dog I as cla- of... equally classically impressive. So, it, you know, so well, I think I we're mean, looking d- at... David is impressive. I don't think that the thing that is impressive about Michelangelo's David is the size of his ding dong. I don't I know, think, but like I didn't what take is, art the history. line said classically impressive, right? Right. So I think she just means like, you know, like I think David is like one point six scale. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's he's about one point six times the size of a normal man. Okay. So even if he doesn't have the world's mightiest hog. Right. Once you're that big, yeah, everything scales up with you. Right. So if okay. you're a giant guy with a with a little marble penis, right, that's still it's still big, huge penis. Okay. So right? we that's think... what she means. Is he's not Michelangelo's David? Yeah. But he's got a penis like the size of Michelangelo's David. Which remember, Michelangelo's okay. David is one point six a larger times. scale than a normal okay. person. Okay. Dick and all. So. What's the verdict? On um, girth check? Yeah. Well, I guess it's like 1.6 times the size of a normal penis. We'll never know. We don't see it outside the pants. We don't ever see it outside the pants. And, you yeah. know, there is no such thing as a normal penis. No, exactly. Thank you. So we can't yeah. put it and, against any scale. And won't. won't. And won't. No, no, no. We absolutely will not put it against anything. It's impressive, anything. though. Yeah, it's very impressive. Classically. Yeah. yeah. 
classically impressive, and that's it. That's my thought. Um, is there anything else we haven't said about the novel that we should say before we um, really dive deeper no, into this it. text? That's we'll everything. See you later. No, um, there's plenty to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, King. King. The uh, Duke of... I can't remember what he's Duke of. He's Duke of something. Oh, he has a bad relationship with his dad. We should say that. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. King, the Duke of the Everly's, uh, the, uh, the, the Marquess of Everless. The Marquess Ever, of Everly. Ever, Eversley. Yeah, great. He, his dad is the Duke of Eversley. Yeah, or something and else. And he gets a message that he is dying. Yeah. So he's going to meet his dad to tell his dad that he shan't be marrying and that his dad the bloodline the the line ends with me he says bloodline ends with him he's trying to piss off his dad because the one thing his dad wants is for the line to continue and he's mad at his dad because of like some fairly complex stuff that happened with the old girlfriend i killed his girlfriend she did die i'll read the passage it's fun yeah it's not super fun Fun but passage to capture yeah, I did capture it. He promised her she wouldn't die. And this time, oh, so this is when um, Sophie g- gets uh, shot by the highwayman. He promised yep. her she wouldn't die. And this time it would be the truth. He would not have another girl die in the dark on his watch because he wasn't able to save her because he was too reckless with her. And I do agree that two is too many. Two is, two is it's way just too, too many. many. Yeah. One feels like a stretch already. One feels like, yeah, it's you're on thin ice with one. Yep. But two is way too two many. Two is just way too many. He says that he is going to rub it in his dad's face on his deathbed, mm-hmm. but then he meets this dang girl. Yeah, and she's she's riddled a with bullets. Yeah, she loves sweets. Yeah, she stinks. Oh, she's got a stink. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of she has got this stink talk. on her. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And he loves it. He He's likes dirty it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole pa- there's a whole chapter in this book where all they talk about is how much Sophie stinks. Well, it's the they, it's the Regency. <laughs> everyone you know? stunk. The, everyone stinks, and she's been in a carriage for like three days, and she got she, shot. She was in a carriage, and she got shot, and then was still in the same clothes at the doctor's office, and she was mortified that they might smell her. Yeah. Um, There's a but lot then they also do comment about how bad she smells. And he, he really puts his foot in it. He's like, yo, you're stinky. And she's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, oh, not stinky yuck, stinky yuck. I like it. <laughs> she's I'm like, dirty okay, like that. <laughs> um, anyway, they have a fun and fascinating relationship. We like this novel. It's fun. They're, everyone's fun in it. She's su- such a barrel of laughs. Oh, and she stinks. And she stinks. <laughs> And um, do are we at the part? Because this uh, we try to talk about the doing it um, that it does happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they they um, sh- she has this fantasy mm. where she's going to return to her. She gets exiled from high society in London. Yeah, for calling out the duke and and splashing him in the bathtub. Yeah, her sister's pond fiance. Yeah. And she decides to flee to the north to Cumbria or something like that. Something that can't yeah. be it. That's There's too a... dirty. <laughs> I think um, it's Cumbria. <laughs> that's filthy. <laughs> to go back to her old house before they became moneyed, and yeah. start a bookshop and marry her friend, like Billy Robbie, Robbie the baker. Yeah. So she admits this to King in like a delirious state because she's yeah. been shot. And he is an honorable man and doesn't want to to destroy any of her virtue, which is yeah. what they keep calling it. Yeah, ruin her virtue. Yeah, that's something that um, Sarah McLean does a lot in this novel that I found like kind of. I mean, it's fine. I liked it, I guess, but it was kind of broy. She calls the act of doing it ruination. <laughs> <laughs> like throughout the book, she's he's she he's like, oh, I'm gonna ruin you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, man, the ruination happened last night. And it's like, okay, yeah. it's like, I don't talk like that. Ruin me, daddy. <laughs> she just kept you know? saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's just like yeah they I, call virginity virtue and they call sex r- ruination ruination you know yeah. it's it's a little bit much here's a passage she'd have to marry him now as she was well and truly ruined and despite the fact that her ruination had been part of their ever-evolving agreement there was no way on earth he was allowing her to leave him just say sex just say sex yeah, yeah. i mean unless i don't know what's going on with his meat what well, we know we do know it's classically it's impressive. Marble. Yeah, it's marble. It's one point six size. <laughs> it's one point six x the size the of a, a normal, a typical penis. And there is no such thing as normal, but a, a, right. let's say a median penis. A median penis. Yeah, yeah. and it's made out of a slab of marble. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever had tried to tried to have sex with a chunk of marble. I have not. It does not go down smooth. Okay. <laughs> You know, and I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, those things will break off in a second. Yeah, in a second. And please do be careful transporting statues. Everybody, so, that, d- that would ruin you. Having one that of those would ruin me. You? Yeah, I'd be so upset. Yeah. Um, sorry, I cut you off, but I didn't want to talk about ruination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then I, I the only point was that um, she admits kind of in a delirious haze that she's going to marry this Robbie character, so King will not do anything with her. Yeah, he but just he does. wants to uh, get her home, yeah, so that he can go on and, and, and he does he takes her home all the way on, home base, doesn't he? Dunk on his his dying, dunk father. on his daddy, yeah. Which he he doesn't get to do. No, he his, he he's thwarted love. throughout this one. <laughs> he falls in love, and it turns out that when he gets to his daddy's house, his daddy's not even sick. It was all a ruse. His, da- his dad is like, "We're all dying." <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "You told me you're dying." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're all we dying. all are." <laughs> Good. Strong. His dad's healthy as a horse. Yeah. He just wanted to like I don't know, pick a fight with him or something. Uh, but so let's talk about sex, uh, baby. Um, okay. And let's talk about um, doing it. Um, okay, if you insist. It does happen in this novel, and we I, we know that a lot of people like to listen to these um, books at the dinner table um, yeah. with their families. And so we're going to try to 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 describe the stuff because you need to know what happened, but try to do it in a way that is. Uh, PG-13 at the most, but probably just PG. Um, And it's two prude dudes, and it's a segment where we um, talk about the sex bit in a way that everybody can enjoy, and there's nothing wrong with... Make it palatable. Make it PG. Yeah. Yeah. So, which part do you want to talk about? Um, I guess one of the three times he goes down on her. Yeah. Okay. Which is how he prefers to have sex. We should also say he's a rogue, and he's sort of a rakish cad. Yeah. Um. But he actually is not a bad guy. What his whole thing is, is he comes and ruins a woman. Right. So that they can escape their loveless marriages and, like, go right. be with their true love. It's actually or really Go nice. and, like, start a bookstore. And it's not ruining at all. Cumbria, which I guess is what it's called. Yeah. Go start The sexiest a, city in North All England. the women in the Regency don't want to marry into the aristocracy. They want to re- marry rich merchants instead. Yeah, and so yeah, they all yeah. get engaged to the aristocracy because that's what's the done thing, and then they bring King in to get them in the scandal pages so they can marry the rich merchants they actually love and be rich, right. but not not landed gentry. Right. Let's quickly read this passage because we're coming up on a break. Um, I've got a pretty. It's pretty long. Here, let's yeah, just start. I mean, it. I'm going to start reading it, it. I think if you're doing it right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to start reading it, and then we'll just we'll kind of workshop as fast as we can um, ways to to just make it something that everyone can enjoy. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. She said the words. This is in a cat. They're in a carriage. She said the words coming on a wave of frustration. Touch me again. I don't think she said it so petulantly. Okay. Touch me again. See that, but that's too sexy. I think that's too sexy. Should we touch keep me it? again? Touch me again. <laughs> Um, so we, that's fine. Can. Okay. Where? I'm, I I touch friends. It's a friendly yeah, that's gesture. Fine. Okay. So where, Magic. he says. And then she says everywhere. And that's not. Practical. Practical. I would even do that. Yeah. It's only one guy. He's only got two hands. Yeah. So does it touch you everywhere? And also, what about your privates? You want yeah. to touch you on the privates? Yeah, the- right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say um, wherever you like. Within reason and the bounds of propriety. Yes. Okay. Sophie beckoned like the devil at the door to hell. That seems fine. She fought for thought. 
A few years ago, I saw she trailed off shocked by what she was about to tell him. That's fine. He's stilled against her. He's stilled, let's say, two feet away from her. Yeah. Uh, Socially distant. Yeah. Responsibly socially distant. Distance. Away from from her. Yes. Don't stop there, darling. What did you see? I stumbled upon a stable hand and a maid. Go on. Anime. Anime. <laughs> that, we don't need to change that. It's fine. Stable okay, hand and a maid is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of suggestive, but it's fine. Yeah. She shook her head. Where were you? Looking for a place to read. Where? It was raining and cold, and my sisters were talking about balls and gowns. We can't have that. Where they were talking about... Absolutely. Talking about absolutely. balls. Yeah, right. They were talking about... Um, anime. 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 Yeah. And mangas. <laughs> and manga. And gossip. And the muse were warm and quiet. What did you find there? He kissed down her neck, long lingering sucks that made it difficult to think. And I'm not sure that we can have that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Kissing down the neck is is bad. Yeah. Long lingering sucks is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Kissing down the neck, maybe, um, you know what you do is you read animes backwards. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Often. Yeah, you yeah. start at the back of the book and you work yeah. your way forward. I so mean, flipping us. backwards through an anime... I think so. And like showing her. Like, oh, and oh, showing her. That's yeah. great. And what about the sucks? Sucks. Um, long, uh, with long, um, interesting remarks about the quality of the drawing. Oh, uh, or the translation. I think translation. that's about okay. Western yeah. translated. They're often pretty too. bad. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I was in the hayloft and the stable hand was there with the maid. There was something in his tone that she'd never heard in a man's voice before. Something breathless. Let's just say breathful. Like yeah. excitement? The thought made her excited as well. More excited. As though such a thing were possible. No, she confessed. They were in a stall. And you looked? His tongue swirled at the crest of her good shoulder. Mm. I'm trying to think if that's something I would ever do to a friend. To a friend. <laughs> which is which is your good shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I don't think I would. It feels too provocative. Um, his tongue swirled on her good shoulder. His... What well, crest is like a toothpaste? So his tongue swirled around the crest as he finished brushing his teeth. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's brushing his teeth and reading her an anime. It's intimate, but not too intimate. I, I mean, that's pretty intimate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very intimate. Okay. I didn't mean to. I was only looking for a quiet place to read. I do not judge you. He licked. Licked the skin between her shoulder and dress, and she thought her breasts might break free of their bindings. Okay. That's a lot to take on. So I guess he's still brushing his teeth. Maybe he spit. Yeah, he spit. Sink. Spit at, on the skin between her shoulder and her dress, and it was an accident. It was an accident. Right. And then, as he's cleaning it up, I guess her binding, her bodice. We could just say she felt like her breasts were artfully concealed within their bindings. Tastefully. Tastefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's not say breasts, though. Breasts is pretty risky. Yeah. Mangas? Okay, yeah. <laughs> what did you see, Sophie? His hand was moving now over her, I'm not going to say thigh. Um, Rifle. Rifle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The sound of it on the fabric of her skirts was unsettling. That seems fine. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see much at first. I was looking down over the edge of the hayloft. I saw the tops of their heads. They were kissing. They were kissing? It was the line? That's... Could they be watching? What's the big big manga that everyone says you should watch? Oh, My Hero Academy. They were watching My Hero Academy. Or something like that. Does that sound... Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah. Isn't there That's one good. about boat girls? Oh, yeah. Cancule. Yeah. They're watching the boat girls. The one that's... These girls are boats. They're girls and they're boats at the same time. Perfect. Okay. Cancule. His lips settled on hers, immediately lifting, leaving her quite desperate. Um, his lips... Um, are we talking about King or the, the ranch boy now? It's King now. His lips settled on hers. His lips settled on hers. Her, her, his lips settled on her toothbrush. Okay, now he's brushing his teeth with her toothbrush because he really wants to be as brushed as you can get. Yeah, she's got one of those like Sonicare, like 
like vibrating. It's one of the brushes. most intimate things you can yeah. do with another human being. Yeah, it's actually really lovely. Yeah. The other day I went to the grocery store and I wore Jamie's mask in. Wow. <laughs> and that was a trip. There you go. And that felt intimate. Um, like that, he said. <laughs> she shook her head in the darkness. No. And I would too if someone was using yeah. my toothbrush. No, thank you. How then? You know how. I wasn't there, he said, and the teasing in his tone made her even more aware of him. Show me. Okay, we can't read this whole passage, but we're going to soldier on through this paragraph. God knew how she had the courage to do as she was told, but she did. Running her hand up his arm, over his shoulder, I'm going to allow it to the back of his neck. I'm going to allow it. Pulling him to her, I will not allow. No, that's. I think what that that's the beginning of a sleeper hold. Oh, because she's getting the toothbrush back. Yeah, Sarah McLean's just describing okay. a sleeper hold. Okay, at this point. yeah, like this, and then she kissed him, and we'll just say put him in a sleeper hold, yep. letting her tongue slide over his lips and into his mouth, letting her arm uh, uh, slide over constrict his around his neck, larynx. Yeah, where he tasted like wine. Hoping that she was doing it right, and I would, you know, you got to get it right because um, it can be dangerous. It can be really dangerous. He groaned and gathered her closer. That seems like something you would naturally do if someone put you in a sleeper hold, careful right. of her shoulder, turning her so that her thighs draped over his lap. And I'm not sure that we can have that, especially because his hand then finds the hem of her skirts and slides to her ankle. The touch is warm and wonderful. Thighs. Turning himself so that her toothbrush fell onto her lap. That seems fine. That's, that was the objective. That's why she put him in the sleeper hold to begin yeah. with. Um, she was doing it right. After a moment, he broke the kiss. Is that all you... He broke the sleeper hold. Is that all you saw? No, it became more. She trailed off, hoping he would fill in the descriptor so she did not have to. He did not. Erotic. And absolutely. What happened between the stable hand and the maid, she's saying, became more erotic. Oh, 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 okay. Um, Erotic is not the right word there. Yeah. And I can't remember who's reading anime. The bo- they're reading. He was reading anime to her before he started brushing his teeth. But the uh, right. the stable hand and the maid are. Watching and he was like, "Tell me about the time you Ken saw Cole. someone reading anime. You saw someone right. watching anime, and she interrupted a stable hand and a maid watching Ken Kole, which is like a. a well, I think the thing about Ken Kole is the boat girls are supposed to be very cute. So yeah. I think maybe instead oh, of erotic, it we say kawaii. Kawaii. Yeah, yeah, that's great. The sound he made was best described as a growl. I'll allow it. That's King. He's still in the headlock. Yeah, this is King now. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few things I like more than the word on your lips. Kawaii? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be confused too. <laughs> he kissed her quickly, his tongue stroking deep before releasing her and leaving her breathless. And absolutely none of that is going to be allowed. In we'll this. just cut that part. We'll just cut it. Yeah, I think yeah. so. What was so kawaii, Sophie? She was lost in the memory again in the hope that she might relive it now, here with him. He opened her dress. Mm, nope. He opened the anime again? No. I think at this point they're they're sort of grappling. They're wrestling. What's yeah. a wrestling move? Uh, like he fireman's carry? But or whatever. Um, You're the wrestler. I said fireman's carry. He I put know, her but in that doesn't fit the, the syntax. He oh. blanked her blank. Oh, okay. Um, he, I mean, you would say, you would say he shot on her right leg. It's <laughs> even worse. That's a re- because a shot is when you like go in. Okay, for a l- let's couch it. Let's put a lot of disclaimers okay. on. So let's it, say but he I shot. Think that's fine. He shot on her right leg, and uh, which is mean- a, which is a common wrestling move, uh, right. which means when you like move in uh, for a, a leg grapple. Okay. Yeah, that seems fine. Christ, King said. I was hoping he would do that. He's talking about the anime um, made and um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can't do much more of this. Too horny. Well, we've just been doing it for too long. Yeah, I think probably what they do is is um, yeah. We King can imagine what happens to, next. Yeah, King manages to pin her. Yeah, because she's not a trained wrestler. No, and he is, and gets a toothbrush back from her. That was, that was lots of prudes. It was a lot. It was a lot yeah. of prudes. Yeah, and um, and folks, read that aloud to you know to your family at dinner. Yeah, read that aloud to your family at dinner. It's just a story about a maid reading anime in a barn with a stable boy. Yeah, and two people recounting the story while trying to brush their teeth yeah. and 
kind of doing wrestling. Yes. But not like suggestive wrestling, like no. genuine, like real, real deal. Roman. Yeah, yeah, Greco-Roman. Or if, um, actually, no, not if you're shooting on the leg, because Greco-Roman is arms only. So it would be like oh, okay. folk style or freestyle. Okay, freestyle wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break, and then we'll okay. come back and talk some more about this scintillating novel. Okay. Okay. Tanner, I'd like to introduce a new segment. Okay. Tentatively, uh, working title is... Um, Jack and Miri make a romance. Jack and... Miri. Miri? Yeah, there's a famous movie called Zack and Miri Make a Porno. Miri? And also, I don't think that movie's famous. But you have heard of it, and it yeah. is Miri. How about Jack and Tanner? But ja- but Jack rhymes with Zack, and Tanner doesn't rhyme with Miri, so I'm not sure people will I'm get the reference. I'm just left out then. But you would just be Miri. I don't want to be Miri. <laughs> I remember that movie. It stunk. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll call it something else. We don't have to call it that. Okay. Jack and Tanner make a romance. But listen, here's I'm like we're making romance together. <laughs> Look, we'll call it something else. We'll call you know what we'll call it once we've settled on a title for our romance. We'll call it that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've got I've got a working title. Yeah. Do okay. you want to hear the, the working title? Yep. Can I throw this at you? Yep. Okay. Please don't shoot this down because I'm kind of in love with this title for our romance, even though I don't know what it's going to be about yet. Okay. Maybe the title can inform the plot a little bit. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Love in the Time of Horses. Sounds pretty serious, because I think what it is is a riff off of Love in the Time of Cholera, which I think is a very serious film about yeah. lots of people dying of cholera. Yeah, but then imagine it's horses instead, and it gets pretty romantic, doesn't it? How many horses? Lots of... It's the time of horses. It's so like horses are taking over? Yeah. <laughs> we can explore that. Okay. Maybe there's... Do you see that movie Enemy at the Gates? I've seen the movie Enemy of the State. <laughs> That's what I mean. You remember the scene where Rachel Weiss and uh, Jude Law have sex in a very crowded barracks? No, I didn't see oh, that. Okay, one. I think yeah. that's what kind of what we're dealing with. In okay, love, in love in the time of horses. Time of horses. Like, okay, the horses are everywhere. They're <laughs> everywhere. Mean. Um, okay, well, so that's a working title. We don't have to stick with it. But um, here's my thought. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. You and I have now read four of these dang things. Yeah. Romance novels. Kind of experts at this point. These writers are making millions of dollars from writing their damn books. Are they? Eh, you know, Jamie is actually personal friends with Sarah McLean, the, the author of the, the book we read this week. Yeah. I can probably find out whether or not that's true. I, I bet it is. It's it not. must be. I bought it. You bought it. Cost me 10 fucking dollars. It's that's like true. three times the cost of a Babysitter's Club book. That's true. <laughs> And Anne's making millions. Yeah. You know, so. So it's, they're making millions, and yet you and I are doing the same amount of fucking work reading every damn word. Oh, right. And then discussing, I don't know how long it takes to write a romance book, but we yeah. record about it for like hour Over and a half. Over an hour. Yeah. And we're making nothing. 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 We, every week we do that. Yeah, every fucking week. They're not writing week. a book every week. They're certainly not writing a book every week. One every couple of years if we're lucky. Maybe. So what are you saying? You think we got we got what it takes? So, so what I'm saying is that we take the expertise that we are gaining from reading these books and put it into our own romance right. novel. And right. this week we'll take what we learned from, what's this book called? The Rogue Not Taken? Yep. And use that to develop the first part of our novel, Love and the Time of the Horses. The Time of Horses. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um. So, so what are the, what are some of the lessons we can pull out of this text this week? I got a couple. Yeah. We got to have a guy, right? I mean, a not guy. Not always. I, no, not always. I think yeah. some of them have just women or non-binary people, too. Okay. We got to have love interest number one. Okay. And he or she has got to have something in his or her past. In his or her pants. <laughs> <laughs> and in his or her pants. Yeah. Okay. I think the... 
And this is not the main character, right? This is the love interest? Yeah, it's not the main character. It's the love interest. I think let's go with a guy. I don't think we need to rock the boat. You know? Mm-hmm. We can end up having some trysts and three ways and stuff. But let's just start. Yeah. Let's start simple here. Straight man. Okay. Straight man. Yeah. And he's got to have a name. This guy's the, the, the guy in this book, his name is Kingscott. In fact, his name is Aloysius Archibald Barnaby Kingscott, Marquess of Eversley, future Duke of Lyne. That's, that's too a, many That's names. a hefty name. Yeah. I think let's keep it simple. Let's keep it provocative. Yeah. I think like Swalwood or something like Swalwood that. Swalwood right? is good. Like, Swalwood is good. Uh, Prince Swalwood. Prince is lofty. Too lofty? Baron. Baron Swalwood? Baron Swalwood. <laughs> Okay. So I guess we're going Regency, huh? I think so, because we're starting with hor- what we've learned the, from this time novel. Of horses. And it is the time of horses. Right. <laughs> okay, so Baron Swalwood, we'll learn his, we don't know his first name yet. That'll come out in an intimate moment. Yeah. Ralph, though, it's Ralph. Well, and this, this universe shares um, a magic system with Name of the Wind. So once okay. you know someone's true name, you have okay, command yeah. over them. You have command over them. And he's a right. rogue. He's a rogue, right, right, right. So he's so, like, he has what, like high, I guess like an assassin rogue. Yeah, he's like very sneaky. Um, he has Just like limited Bunker. magic, some magic, but mostly he's he's relying on big hits. Yeah, uh, coming out of stealth. Yeah, uh, not kind of a glass cannon. You don't want to keep him in the front lines. Yeah, I'm a rogue a in my HP. in my current D and D campaign. Yeah. And um, I do a lot of damage, but usually from the shadows. Yep, exactly. So Baron Swalwood is a rogue. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to and me. And he's got to have something in his past. In this book, King has an aversion to carriages because he killed a girl. In a carriage. In a carriage. It wasn't really his fault, but it kind of also was. Yeah. Um, I think Swalwood would have an aversion to... Horses. Horses. And gosh, uh, what a bad time to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> the worst possible time for this guy. Yeah. He's a deathly afraid of horses. Do we know why or is that past. something is that something we want to explore now or is that something we want to uncover later? Mm, I think we'll uncover it later. Okay. We know that he is of he's got an aversion. He's got a terrible aversion to horses. He gets he tenses up around horses in a way. Yeah. That's so, horses are not we'll, for him. Maybe we'll discover why someday. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we need um, his lady love or man right, love. Right. The main character, the antagonist of the the book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, antagonist slash protagonist. Antagonist but, of sorry. Swalwood. Protagonist of the novel. Yes. Exactly. So this lady's they, name they is start his enemies. Sophie. Sophie's the one in this book. Yeah. Sophie Talbot. Talbot. It's gr- Greek in origin. Means wisdom. His name is Swolwood. I guess she were were she were casting a, fi- a typical female character here, straight female. I think for this, and I want to leave a caveat that uh, when we read novels where the relationship is not a right. heterosexual relationship, we'll bring those elements into it. But right yeah, now, okay. we're taking from this book. So I think you know his name implies something about who he is as a person. He's got a swole yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we would probably want to give her a name that also implies some of her physical attributes, maybe something about her vagina. Mm-hmm. Could be something like great cleft. cleft. Mm. Great cleft is not bad. Great cleft. I th- Lady great too, cleft. Lady great cleft. Let's just give her a, a let's just give her a, a girl's first name. Okay. Um Elaine. Elaine Great Cleft. <laughs> That sounds good. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Elaine feels a little old-fashioned. Well, it's the time of horses. No, it feels a little old-fashioned for our timeline, a little okay. futuristic. For futuristic the, for, for the time of horses. Timelines. Okay. Um, Something Tabitha. simpler. Simpler. Tabitha. Um, what, like, um, Pud? What? Pud. Pud. Okay, what's Pud? <laughs> Just a simple name. Pud. Pud. Is it short for something? Patricia. So. <laughs> yeah, it's short for Patricia. Okay, All but everyone calls her Pud. Her Pud, yeah. Pud Greatcleft. 
because she's sort of the runt of the group, right? Yeah. In every group, in her mm-hmm. friend group and her among her siblings. Yeah. She's kind of the runt, so everyone calls her Pud. And she, I guess, should we have her disgrace herself, or is that heaving too close to what um, Sarah, is it McLean or McLean? McLean, I think. Um, Sounds like she's your best fucking friend, so I feel like you should know. I've never met her. Uh, Maybe she should be on the run Mm. from horse law. From horse law, okay. What would she have done to cross the horses? Mm. What can't you do? What shouldn't you do to horses? That's a good question. I think they're pretty tolerant. Maybe you're not allowed to ride them in this world. Okay, but why would she do it then? Because she's like fashion. Yeah. Okay, she rode a horse out of passion. Out of she broke horse and breaking the the, yeah she broke horse law. Yes. Okay. And now she's on the run from horses. Oh, from horses or they run quick. (laughs) You know. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Does that feel like enough to, to be going on with? Just sort of, that's sort of the the setting and some of the characters. We haven't gotten into actually any storytelling yet, but I think that's the part of world building, though, is like yeah. Brandon Sanderson doesn't sit down and, and figure out the Cosmere. No, you're right. In one day, let alone as he's writing. So I think we're going to need to do a little bit of groundwork first. Okay. To establish some of this stuff. So, so far we have Lady Great Cleft. Mm-hmm. Pud. Pud Great Cleft, mm-hmm. who is the youngest daughter mm-hmm. of a family of aristocrat, aristocrats. <laughs> aristocrats. <laughs> and in a fit of passion, she rode a horse. Which is against the law. sexually. No, but like just, but very it. passionately. But passionately. And the horse didn't like it, called the cops on her, broke horse law. Now she's on the run. Yes. Will she run into the great baron swole would almost certainly right uh and on his country estate far yeah. away from the prying eyes of the horses yes right is and the answer maybe is yes, i think yeah, maybe. maybe we'll get we'll there. find out next week we'll get there yeah. yeah good segment good that one's a good one yeah um anything else we need to say about this book because we did just talk about our and you know i don't want to i don't want to take time away from sarah or this book yeah. We just talked about our book for 20 minutes, but... I mean, our book is drawing from this book, right? It, it has its That's DNA true. in this book. And s- and tell Sarah that we, we're, we're going we're gonna to move away from it, but it, we just... Oh, we're the other thing about this, Pod? This inspiration. Yeah. St- oh, the stink. Oh, oh, she stinks. Okay, yeah. God, she stinks. And that, yeah. Yeah. And that's drawing direct inspiration from this one. But stinky yum, not stinky yuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stinky yum, not stinky yuck, exactly. As they say, um, should we do a... Uh, <gasps> and it's where we take burns of the week. And there's burns in this book. Did you capture one? Yes. Great. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, sure do. She planned to be happy, yes, to marry, to have a family, to live a quiet, peaceful life, but she never planned to want someone so much that his refusal actually pained her. She never planned for a single, inaccessible path to be the only one she could ever imagine having. She'd never planned to love. Vaguely, it occurred to her that other people found love to be a pleasurable experience filled with roses and doves and sweets and whatever else. Those people were obviously cabbage heads. Because <laughs> she loved the Marquess of Everly quite desperately, and there wasn't anything remotely pleasurable about it. Cabbage heads. Yeah, burns on all the cabbage heads. That's funny. Yeah. I love my wife, and I guess that makes me a cabbage head. Yeah. So be it. You know? So be it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll you know take what it. stinks? What? Cabbage? Cabbage. Does it? That's that'll that has a smell to it. Yeah, it'll get rancid so, if you leave it too long. Kind of pot calling the kettle black. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say throwing stone at glass houses because yeah, take a take a sniff of yourself there. Yeah, do take a sniff of yourself, Sophie. and it is the Regency, so we have to give them a little bit of. Um, I mean, she notably stinks. Slacker. She does notably stink. Yeah, everyone's stinks. talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's my burn. We've already kind of uh, talked about it sideways a little bit here. Oh, so she makes a joke. 
I should. I have to set this up. She makes a joke that I don't understand. Okay, maybe I can help. They're talking about um, the gossip rags. Yep. We are together in a secluded area, my lady. If you intend for it to end in the same manner your sister's assignation with her former lover and now husband famously ended, it's quite nefarious. Of all the infuriating things the man could say, she stamped her foot on the thick spread of ground cover. I am really quite tired of hearing about poor maligned Haven and how my sister trapped him into marriage. He didn't sign up for marrying your sister, Eversley said. Then he should not have been fiddling about with her ink, she pronounced. That's it? Yeah, that's the joke I don't understand. Shouldn't have been fiddling around with her ink. Is she like an octopus? Context. Maybe she's an octopus. She's an octopus. Yes, and they don't say it. Right. And these girls are octopuses. Or That's octop- probably why the Duke of... of Octopodes. What's his name? Her husband, the one who she catches cheating at the beginning. Yeah. It's probably why he's cheating. Yeah, because she's an octopus. So he had to go find love in a human body. A, she yes. loves her, sure. Yeah. But, you know, she just, every time they try to make love, she just lays eggs on his belly. <laughs> yeah, and we've already read that one. It's a, the Admiral Akbar, Mon Mothma. Yeah. And he's like, I get no pleasure out of this. It's just messy. Love in the you time know? of calamari? <laughs> That's good. It's good. All right. Fuck, but I what did... a swing and a miss. We did this whole horses thing. We already had a good sound concept. Um, we'll do that later. We'll have time for a few of these, I hope. Um, and we're just going to make millions because these are all all of these books. This is like book one of scandal and and scandalousness and and scandal. scoundrels, scoundrels. Yeah, I think we could stand to make millions. Yeah, um, I've got to finish this burn. Oh, you're you're not done with your burn. Yeah, I thought it was the ink thing. I needed to tell you the ink thing so that I could the this burn would make any sense. Okay. Now I will read you the burn. Yeah. He pressed a hand to his chest. I apologize. The snicker became a laugh again. Fiddling about with her ink? She scowled. It was your figure of speech, but you made it really tremendously perfect. I assure you, if you understood the double on, if you understood the, do you say double entendre? If you understood the double entendre inherent in the metaphor, you would as well. Double? It's a word. It's a word that's a common word in English. But in French, it would be double. It's a double entendre. Okay, fine. If you understood the double entendre inherent in the metaphor, you would as well. I doubt that. Oh, for your sake, I hope I'm right. I'd hate to think you're no fun. I'm perfectly fun, she said. Really? You're Sophie, the youngest of the Talbot girls, aren't you? I am. The unfun one? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic. He he keeps describing her as unfun the whole time. She he kind of he kind of negs her. There's a lot you know, of negging. It's, it's classic uh, Pua stuff. Yeah, it's not. Quite. He like he calls her chubby and he says yeah. she stinks and yeah, it calls her unfun a lot and then like does close up magic in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I think is part of being a Pua. <laughs> And he wears yeah. these leather pants that are so tight that you can just totally make out his marble dong. Through. Yeah. And that that really gets her going. That really That does her get up. her going. They have a lot of back and forth. We won't spoil the whole novel, but like there's a, you know, they end up at his house and uh and his dad is mad and they, you know, there's a big, you know, there's a big fracas about it all and will they or won't they? Yeah. They do. It's a romance novel. Yeah, it's they do much and they do. That they yeah. they will and they do. Um, and I think that's all the time we have for today. Okay. Um, we're going to go and we're going to leave and we'd like to leave and also to go. We would like to thank you. Uh, we being the Royal, we would like to thank you Tanner very much for bearing with me today with us yeah. today. And we would like to thank you, <laughs> the Royal you, Yeah. which I, I guess yeah. is what we're calling our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> for bearing with us. Um, we would like to remind you please to, um, Subscribe to our Patreon for the love of God. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. And it's just $5 a month and you get an episode every week and it's good and fun. And please join us there. And it's the only way we Sing the descriptions. Um, What I would like to say also is that please join our Facebook group. It's called Baby Nation. Everyone in there is good and nice and also very nice and very, very good. And please go there. Everyone's good in there. Um, And that's where everyone is. Yeah. Um, rate and review our show, especially now. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we're As trying to do a new thing here. Right new thing. Take a minute, please, and go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Um, and when you're done that, recommend it to a friend who might like yeah. it. That really helps us to um, to spread our wings and find a new audience, which is something we would like to do, is find more people to listen to our show. And the Royal You, I, I want to apologize for Jack's attitude tonight. He goes on a plane today. He's just cranky, you know. I've been fine. Yeah, I want to apologize for his behavior. Okay. We'll, we'll all, hopefully he'll be in a little bit of a better mood next week. Perfect. Yeah. Um, buy our merch, bit.ly slash merch. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. The novel was called The Rogue Not Taken by Sarah McLean or McLean. We don't know, yep. even though Tanner's literally best friends with her. Scandal and Scoundrel, book one. Next week we're going to be reading a little book called A Princess in Theory, Reluctant Royals, book one by Alyssa Cole. Read along with us, folks. Read, yeah, along. read along. It's fun. These are fun. These books These are, are pretty fun. easy to get through, and they're they're pretty. And they're fun. tons of fun. You're not going to want to set them down. So yeah, read, read along with us next week. Finally, um, this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. I am Tanner Greenring, um, and um, I, I and I hope that you you have find your happily ever after. <laughs> the and intro was bad. The outro is bad, man. What's going on with you? We don't You're have game. it yet. So I'm trying to do something to make something happen. Yeah. And I hope, and it, it, the, the rogue not taken for you, and... Jesus, Jack. And Jesus. what I would like for you this week, if you, whatever rogue you take, you're just doing nothing to help me with this. By, I'm clearly floundering. By... We might be drug friends, and I might drug it on the bed. Numbers are going up. Let's count. One. You're going to improve the mood a little bit? Yes. I, uh, my mood is good. Three. No. T- I always start again. One. Now Two. I'm in a bad mood because you th- th- threatened me. Be very.